What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Sideline Stories. Today, we're here with Jared Gibson, a sophomore receiver out of Sacramento State. Before we get into it, can you just give a quick introduction of who you are? So I'm Jared Gibson from Stockton, California. I go to Sacramento State, of course. And yeah, you know, I do TikTok. We do, we got 690K right now. And I'm trying to, of course, go to the NFL because that's the main goal. You were saying that COVID affected your first season. How'd your sophomore season go at Sacramento State? Um, well, I was a sophomore in school, but freshman on the field because COVID. Because COVID messed up. Pretty much COVID pretty much made me – I added a year, but I lost a year. So I basically just was a freshman just at school pretty much and then to practice a little bit. And then my sophomore year is when I had my freshman year. So basically I like went back a year. So it was, but I mean, it actually helped me in a good way because I was able to learn the plays and get used to the speed of the college game. But yeah, but I mean, it just gave me an extra year of school to do pretty much. Do you see it almost as like a blessing in disguise in the sense that like, you had that extra year that you said learn the plays, but also like start yeah. to make content. No, for sure. Yeah. Because I was making, I was making videos before, before COVID, like right before COVID even happened and then COVID COVID happened. And that's when like, it started just blowing up. But during that time I got, when I got to college, I honestly didn't even make, make content or make videos or nothing like that. So no, it, it did help, but it like, but you know, it just, push everyone back a little bit mm -hmm. and what were your like stats from sophomore year season um so I had 20 catches for almost 400 yards and like two touchdowns so it was solid so, and what what are your goals for next year on the football field at least at least 1200 yards at least 1200 yards and 10 plus touchdowns and then go to the national championship so like yeah make it to the national championship win the national championship and at 1200 yards at least two like 110 touchdowns in which conference are you guys playing in uh, we're in the big sky it's FCS, okay. fcs conference with like eastern washington and you know cooper cup went to eastern washington um mm -hmm. montana state montana schools like that pretty much all right and speaking of cooper cup and the nfl who do you think is gonna win the super bowl this next nfl season i know it's a little bit far away but i'd love I'm, to hear your prediction i'm biased I'm 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 so biased. So I'm gonna say the Niners. I'm a Niners fan. I've been I've been a Niners fan since I was born. So I feel like the Niners. We have we have the team to do it. So like I feel like the Niners for sure. Easy. Who, who do you who do you have the Niners beating in the Super Bowl? I don't even know. Honestly, don't even know. I feel like since Tom Brady's back, <laughs> Tom Brady's back. Tom Brady might make it also. Okay. Yeah. And as far as the college football scene, who do you think is going to win the college football championship next year? We saw Georgia beat Alabama this year in the final. Who do you think is going to win it all next year? Uh, Georgia, Georgia got a squad, and they're like most of their most of their dudes are coming back. Alabama obviously is always going to be in the mix. Yeah. So I'd say Georgia, Georgia and Bama. I feel like they might go back to back because you don't know about all these other teams because there's so many FBS teams out there. So I say Georgia, Alabama. I don't know if Cincinnati, I don't think Cincinnati is going to be in that conversation again, but mm -hmm. yeah, I feel like Georgia and Alabama might go back because they're both bringing back their same quarterbacks. Alabama's only losing Jameson um, Williams. So I don't, I feel like it's going to be Alabama and Georgia again. Could be those guys again. 
Um, and then something we talked a little bit about before, what are your thoughts on expanding the college football playoffs? So whether that means expanding it to like six teams or maybe eight teams or more, what are your thoughts on that? I feel like they should do just a normal playoff playoff bracket, like have eight teams on one side, eight teams on the other side, and just have them just play through it. Because like four teams, I don't feel like that's I don't feel like that's enough. But that having having it be like sixteen teams in the playoffs, that was that would be that would honestly be much better than how they're doing it right now. Because right now it's not it's not as fun. Because bowl season is cool and all, but like you want to see like real games that really mean something and. Even like just, I feel like 16 teams would be much better than what they're doing right now. Yeah, I feel like every year there's always that one or two teams. They're usually SEC teams, but there's always that like one or two teams that like should have made it or like like this year, I think it was Texas A&M who beat Alabama during the regular season. And it's like, if there's a team that's good enough to beat Alabama who played in the national championship, they probably deserve a spot in the playoffs. Yes, for sure. 100%. All right, and then kind of moving on can you talk a little bit about how you got to where you are today so honestly I wasn't even supposed to play football like my parents I used to beg my parents every day like let me please like can I play football they're like no like every year come around all my friends playing football having fun like going out like just playing like my parents would let me I was playing soccer or like they had me doing karate or something like they were they were just like no we don't want you to get hurt and then, cause like both my parents, cause I'm I'm like six two. So both my parents, my, my dad's like six one, and my mom's like five nine. So mm-hmm. they like I they knew I was gonna be like like taller and like more filled out. But um, yeah, so they finally let me play at like twelve, and I started playing and I was terrible. I didn't I didn't get no playing time at all. Mm-hmm. And through then, like seventh grade, eighth grade, I just had fun with it, but. And then I wasn't going to play my freshman year of high school. And then um, one of the coaches had talked me into it. And then after that, I just fell in love with it, like pretty much. So I fell in love with it, fell in love with it. And then my junior year, had a decent year. Then my senior year, three days from my first game, I tore my ACL. Damn. So I tore my ACL like three days before my first game. And I was like, that just, that just like killed my, killed everything. So I just. After that, that's when I started making videos, like making uh-huh. like little TikTok videos. So that's that's really where it started. So I was hurt, didn't have nothing else to do. I was I didn't play. I didn't go to the games. I didn't go. To, I didn't go to practice. I went to the games, but I didn't go to practice because I was hurt. I was out for nine months, so I missed the whole season. So I was just at home, just really just sad. So I started making videos, and that was, and it started just blowing up from there. So, mm-hmm. and then today, and I got I had nine scholarship offers out of high school and then after I told my ACL a couple of them got um got pulled of course but mm-hmm. Sacramento State stuck with me and San Jose State and Eastern Washington stuck with me so mm-hmm. I ended up going to Sac State and yeah now I'm pretty much pretty much where I am now so I feel you man that's that's a wild story I didn't even know that you started making content after you got injured but yeah. that's almost like God's plan right it's like however I mean you you were injured and out for nine months and it's like instead of just being turning a negative situ- situation into like more negativity or feeling bad for yourself you kind of created an opportunity out of that so yeah. and that, that real it made me realize like damn this is actually pretty fun like just just making little stupid stuff like it was like, it was fun like it was cool to, to do and it was like a lot of people were watching my stuff but I wasn't like 
I wasn't like understanding like damn, just hundred thousand people watching. I thought it was like I thought it was honestly fake, but I was just doing it just to just to do it. And then now I'm at almost seven hundred thousand followers, so it's been crazy. Yeah, no, that's that's definitely different. It's a different lifestyle when you you know wake up and we'll get to this in a little bit, but it's like wow, like a million people are gonna watch what I do and what I post on yeah. on social media. And then what what would you say your long term goals are, both for football as a football player and an athlete, but also in the social media space as an influencer as a creator? Um, so football, um, I want to make it make it to the NFL. I want to do whatever I gotta do to get there. That's the main goal. That's that's what I work for every day. Um, I want to, yeah, make it to the NFL, stay in the NFL as long as I can. Mm-hmm. And my the goals on the other side of it is, um, I just want to be a good be a good influence to because most of my most of my um, followers are like younger athletes, so I want to be a good influence on them. And mm-hmm. then like long term, I want to be able to like, I want to be like a. I want to do all types of stuff. I want to be in movies. I want to be announcing, announcing games like this, just a lot of, just a lot of stuff, like sort of like Dwayne, the rock Johnson, but more like in sports. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like stuff like that. I feel like I could, feel like I could do, feel like I could do all that stuff. So, I mean, he's so multifaceted and he's yeah. so diverse and like, exactly. there's no, there's no reason to put a, a limit on yourself. Like I'm just going to like announce games or I'm just going to star in movies. Like someone yeah. like the rock shows you that you can actually do all types of different things in the media and entertainment space and he actually played in the nfl for a little bit also yeah i think he was in the wwe or he was in the wrestling space at first like yeah he was in all types of stuff yeah no he's he's living proof out there that you shouldn't you know put limits or boundaries on yourself because that's only gonna come back to kind of hurt you um you have you said you have 690k on tiktok you just hit 690k yeah how does it feel to have that audience and like what do you think it means to be an influencer or creator in today's world i feel like influencers have have a like obviously they have an influence but like they're like they're like a lot of this like the younger the younger generation like looks up like looks up to people like that and if you're in if you put use that for negative it's like like what are you doing but if you use that for positive and like these kids that are watching my videos maybe like 20 20 years down the line they're gonna be like hey i remember that remember that mm-hmm. dude um jay gibby i remember him and he's oh yeah he's doing this now like it's gonna it's like it's it's really cool honestly to be able to say that and have that kind of effect on society right now so. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think you can definitely be a role model for future athletes. I'm sure a lot of the kids that follow you are potentially younger than you, but they're probably athletes and they're yeah. probably trying to play at the collegiate level like you are now. Um, what's kind of going off of that? What's one piece of advice that you would give to your younger self? To my younger self? Just my younger self. I say just like just trust the process listen listen to your parents they they know they they know what's best for you and just yeah just know what's best for you and just know everything's gonna be all right and like yeah that's yeah that's pretty much it. just know everything's gonna be all right in the future mm-hmm. and what who's someone that you look up to the most and who are your biggest inspirations i look up to my mom because there was a, at one point in time my mom was working three jobs just to make sure I made, went to a good school, make, make sure I was 
doing everything I had to do. So yeah, I look up, I look up to my mom for sure. And my, and my dad, my dad just, my dad's taught me a lot about life. Mm-hmm. So, but mainly I, I really look up to my mom because yeah, she was working, doing, she was doing daycare, daycare and having daycare kids with eight kids and go and do her little balloon business. And then mm-hmm. try to just bounce around job to job to job to make sure I was making sure I was straight. So yeah, my mom for sure. I love that, man. And what, what would you say is next for you? What's next? Um, obviously this, this next upcoming season, trying to, trying to do some legendary stuff. I want to, uh, my goal is to do what I got to do. Of course, get 1200 yards, but I want to, I want to break records because Cooper cup, Cooper cup holds the records in, in our conference. So, I mean, I want to break records. I want to do, just do legendary stuff on and off, off the field. Mm-hmm. That's awesome, man. I, I didn't name that. I didn't like put two and two together. Like Cooper cup. He went to Easter Washington, right? Yeah. And his whole story before being, was he Super Bowl MVP this year? He was, yeah. wasn't he? MVP. So he won the triple crown for like the triple crown. They call it for like wide receivers, like most yards, most touchdowns, most catches. I think it was. Yeah. So is Cooper Cup someone that you kind of like personally look up to and someone that you personally strive to like beat his records like you were oh, saying? Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. I first, yeah, of course, I look up to him because he he had he also was he also had like similar similar not a similar story, but like we were at a FCS people normally look down on FCS programs because we're not D1, D1. We're not like the Alabama. We're not Georgia, but we're still we're still a D1 program. And mm-hmm. he had to do all he had to do all kinds of stuff. And they still overlooked him just because he wasn't as fast or as strong, but he was doing all the crazy stuff on the field. But this mm-hmm. is like it's, it's just motivation and someone living proof of someone that's actually done it. So Mm-hmm. sure inspiration that's awesome and is there anything else that you would like to add any shout outs or where people can follow you along on social media as you continue your journey oh yeah just all, all my social media um youtube twitch instagram all that tiktok is just jay gippy just j-a-y-g-i-p-p-y so if you guys want to follow me there check me out look at my stuff and you know, hopefully you guys like it <laughs> For sure. Jared, thank you for taking the time today, man. It was great to talk to you and get to know a little bit more about your story. I appreciate it. I know you're going to crush it next year on on the field and off the field. So good luck, but we know you won't need it because you're crushing it, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me.